Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Q104, Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. So I'm kind of a radio nerd, a radio geek. I will listen to the Odyssey app. I'll listen to other radio shows across the country. And some shows came back... January 2nd, so I listened to some shows come back yesterday, and it seems like every, like two or three of the shows that I listened to, I would hear the first voice, and then I would hear the second voice, and then the microphone wouldn't work for the second person. So I want to check Morgan's microphone. One, two, three, four. Mic still work. Button still on. So far, so good. That's amazing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we did to be different than other radio shows, but... We seem to be working. Hey, but doesn't it make you feel good to know that other radio shows struggle with equipment <laughs> the same way that we do? Because, wow, we do. I love it when that happens. When I hear other radio shows screw up, I laugh, and then I'm like, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> exactly. I know exactly what that's like. Uh, the drive-in this morning, not too bad for me. It's wet outside for sure. Maybe a dusting on the west side in Rocky River. What about you? No, not bad at all. No. We're all right. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Here's Miley Cyrus. That's because I used to be young. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show, back together for the first time in 2024. And I am so happy to be back at work this morning. For one reason, maybe, maybe the biggest reason I'm happy to be back at work this morning is so I can leave the house and stop eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there is so many, there are so many leftovers in my fridge right now. David and I had to make a hard and fast rule that we were, after a certain date, we were no longer bringing sugar into the house so that we (laughs) wouldn't eat it. And so far, we've been pretty good about that promise. I had a large piece of cheesecake last night from a, a cheesecake that I think is leftover from probably from New Year's. Love that. And we're just trying to, and there's still a half a cheesecake in there. And every, everything's heavy. Like everything, nothing in the fridge is healthy right now. Right. I think my salad and my celery is like way in the back and there's just loaded mashed potatoes yeah. in there and we're trying to get rid of it. Like we're trying to get rid of the leftovers so we can make room in this fridge and it's just, I'm eating my way through the fridge. And throwing them away is not an option. It's not an option, <laughs> right? You don't want to throw food away like that. No, I mean, I know you don't want to, but... At some point, you kind of have to. There's so much stuff to get into this morning. How are you, by the way? I'm good. I'm good. Well-rested, ready to go. 
How are you? I mean, I'm sad that the holidays are over. I feel like they came and went way too fast. And I also hate just like the switch, you know, where it's like everyone's merry and holly and bright and all the things. And then January 1st is just like, wah, wah. That's kind of how I felt the holiday season once. Is that how you feel or do you feel like people have been, you've been interacting with people this way? I think both. There's a general malaise. Yeah. I think both. (laughs) Of Clevelanders. I I don't know. Maybe I haven't interacted with that many people. You've been back to work a couple more days than I have. Yeah. Because this is my first day back. And I talked to maybe like two people in the past two days and same thing. Everyone's like, ugh. Hmm. That's the vibe. No, I I feel okay. You mentioned well-rested. This break is probably the one vacation where I don't feel like I got enough rest. Well, that's unfortunate. My sleeping patterns were very, very unusual. Like there was one morning, I can't remember, it might have been New Year's Day. I think it was New Year's Day where I was up at four and and I could not fall back asleep. And I just got up and I just started watching movies. No, thank you. And I don't know if my body is telling, if my body's go back to work. Yeah, Maybe my body (laughs) thinks I was supposed to go back to work. Right. First of all, it was a holiday. There's no, I wasn't going to work that day. Right. But it was a Monday, so I don't know. But my sleep patterns were really weird where I would sleep a couple hours and then I'd be up. And then I would go back to sleep. And then I would be up again. Well, that's just a typical Tuesday for me. But over the break, yeah, I I was able to sleep all the way through the night, which was shocking. Uh, So Morgan is well-rested. I I feel okay. I don't know if I'm well-rested, but uh, I feel like I have a lot of energy. And at least, look at this, two pages of things. There you go. Two pages of things to talk about, which I we're definitely not going to get through everything today. Uh, we'll, it's a good thing we're here every day. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> we'll just slide it in. I mean, vacation is over. We are here. Uh, thank you for joining us for our first show in the new year. We are the Q Morning Show. It's Q one hundred four. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it on Q one hundred four. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now Morgan and Bill back together for our first show in 2024. We're kind of just catching up, too, because Morgan and I really haven't seen each other since, what, before Christmas, yeah, December? Yeah, 22nd. Yeah, so it's been a while. So we're we're catching up. We're sharing stories that we haven't even told each other yet. Um, New Year's Eve. So traditionally, Morgan and I are just two people who are in bed before midnight. Oh, way before midnight. On New Year's Eve. We do not make it until the ball drops anymore. Uh, Was that the case for you again this year? Absolutely. 100% in bed by 10, asleep by 11. And I was talking to some people about this, and they were like, oh, well, we're asleep too, but we set an alarm for midnight, and we wake up, and we kiss, and then we go back to bed. I'm like, who's got the time? Who's going to interrupt their sleep schedule to wake up and have a New Year's kiss and then go back to bed? Yeah, those people are kidding themselves. Like, what's the purpose of that? So 10 o'clock, I was in bed. What time were you in bed? Well, did you do anything, though, on New Year's Eve? Nope. You I watched did... Saltburn with David. Oh, I'm going to ask you about Saltburn. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, I've got And then that. after that, we needed um, a brain flush because it was pretty twisted. So we watched some episodes of Friends, and then we went to sleep. Where are you on Friends, binging Friends right now? Um, ugh, I don't know. Still season one. I want to know what time you went to sleep. Okay. <laughs> so I did go out on New Year's Eve. I went out to dinner with some friends. That was really good. 
Uh, it was a, it was a really fast night. It was a quick night. Like we had reservations at six thirty. We went to oh, Im- oh what immigrant immigrant sons brewery something in Sounds Lakewood. Good. That's I know if I don't have that one hundred percent correct, I'm very very close. It's something like that. I believe it's immigrant sons brewery in Lakewood. Uh, but it, yeah, and then we were home by nine uh, because our friends they had their son to. He's like, how old is he? 19 years old. He was going to, uh, he babysat for our boys. Oh, that's nice. At our house. That's nice. But he wanted to go out with his friends right. later that night. So we had to wrap up around nine. Uh, and so I was in bed by 11. Okay. Asleep he, by? I probably just a few minutes 11:05? after. 11.05? Yeah. <laughs> Lucky the, you. The thing is, my kids wanted to stay up. Oh, right. Both my boys, and, and I have Will, he's 12, Drew is nine years old, and they both wanted to stay up to watch the ball drop. And I just said yes. So you let them stay up without you? I made sure that everybody had their teeth brushed, everybody had jammies on, and I said, all right, you guys, if you want to, if you want to stay up and watch the ball drop, that's fine. And they didn't keep you up? No. So I, I turned on uh, Ryan Seacrest. Um, New Year's Rockin' Eve. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is the channel that you're going to stay on. Yeah, do not change the channel. Do not leave this app and go watch YouTube videos or anything else. If you want to watch the ball drop, you stay on this channel. You don't go anywhere else. And then I said, then put yourself to bed after that. And I went to, that's the first time that I ever we've ever done anything and like that. And it worked out fine, it, right? Yeah, so I woke up. Like I said, I've been sleeping like an hour, hour and a half, and I keep getting up. And so I woke up about 12.30, and I got out of bed, and I walked into the living room, and it was all quiet. The TV was off. They were already... Aw, yay. They put themselves to bed. So they rang in the new year. Love that. And I, I suppose I did, too. It's you just, woke up and nothing was broken? <laughs> no. Nothing? Yeah, they put themselves to bed. So I they, love that. They are celebrating New Year's Eve on their own now. They're growing up. I guess. Uh, 216-474-0104. That is still our phone number in 2024. That's how you get in touch with us. If you were doing something unusual on New Year's Eve, like what were you doing at midnight? Or if you were asleep by 7 p.m. Yeah. If you were doing something unusual, though, like everybody else is is partying, celebrating the new year, and you were just doing something completely different, uh, you can always let us know. 216-474-0104. The Q Morning Show, it's Morgan and Bill, Q104. Q104, Morgan and Bill, The Q Morning Show. Joanne in Olmstead Falls is on the line right now. Joanne, good morning. Good morning. What were you doing on New Year's Eve at midnight? Well, we brought in the New Year by saying, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. And then daughter-in-law was having labor pains oh. <laughs> throughout the evening. And um, we had to go to the emergency room. Well, not the emergency room. Well, to the hospital. Uh-huh. And uh, she delivered a baby boy Aww. at 5.04. So we were the third one. Okay. Third. third <laughs> All right. So- in 2024, delivering a baby. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. So was your so, daughter-in-law and yes. your son with you on New Year's Eve, or did they did they reach out to you and say, "Hey, no, baby's coming"? They were they oh. were here. They were with us. Okay, they came over, stopped over, visited, 
and then she had labor pains and contractions, you know, all that business that happened. What time did you guys decide to go to the hospital? 1230. Okay. Okay. So literally you watched the ball drop, said Happy New Year, got in the car (laughs) and went to the hospital. And then we're like, we got to go. But But he was not delivered. Well, he didn't come into the world until 504. Uh, well, congratulations. So what, yes. What's his name? Is he healthy? And, How's oh, mom God, doing? Yes. You know, she's a trooper, let me tell you. She delivered that baby 8 pounds, 12 ounces with, oh. with no medication. Oh, wow. Lord bless her. Oh, Lord bless her. <laughs> I'm like, and this is her first one in her wow. life, I'm sure. And what's your new grandson's name? Nash. Nash, how cute. Well, congratulations. I, love it. I just wanted to share that. I loved no, it. Thank you, Joanne. So so Nash is not a New Year's baby though. It's not the first baby that was born. Ever. Well, how about yeah, the third. How's the that? Third. It still That's counts. Not too bad. It still hey, counts hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It still counts. Unless Nash Nash sounds like you would have that attitude though. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> No, we don't know that yet. We don't know the child's personality no. yet. We don't do that with babies. No. Not especially. But thank you, Joanne. Appreciate you calling and letting us know. That's one way to ring in the new year. Enjoy your new grandson and glad everybody is healthy here in 2024. It's Q104. Come young blood, thanks, there's always tomorrow. Q104, it's Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. That's so cool about... That Joanne called in and Joanne's story about uh, how she has a new grandson yes. here in the new year. First of the year. The baby started coming on New Year's Eve and was born five o'clock in the morning on New Year's Day. My dad was a New Year's baby. His birthday uh, was on January 1st. Uh, my son Drew turned nine over the holiday break. He was almost a Christmas baby. What is it with your family being born on holidays? I don't know. Maybe... You know, because we're home, we're not doing anything. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works necessarily, but maybe. But that's that, so. Drew was supposed to be born on a Monday, on December thirtieth. If I if I'm doing the math right in my head, um, so he w- he was supposed to be. Uh, it, it was a scheduled C-section. Okay. And it's Christmas Eve. No, it, it, it's Christmas Day. Yeah, it's Christmas Day. So it's Christmas night, and my parents are flying in from Cleveland to Phoenix, where we were living at the time. And we were supposed to go pick him up at the airport. And like an hour before we were going to leave for the airport, Paula starts feeling labor pain. Right. And you're like, uh, Mom and Dad, sorry, can't make it to the airport because I have a child. Oh, coming. no, we made it to the airport. You did? Yeah. So, like, Paula is like on the ground, like on. On her knees and and on her hands, and she's Gosh. like in so much pain. It's like, well, what do we do? We have to go pick up my parents from oh the airport. Oh my gosh! Plus, we have Will, who at that time is four years old. It's like, what do we do? We have no other family in the area. It's Christmas night. Like, who's going to help us? Right. So we drove to the airport and picked up my parents. Your wife is a saint. And she's like, she said the entire time, she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. We can we can make it through this. And so we pick up my parents, and they get in the car, and we're like, okay, so we're going to take you guys back to the house, and then we're leaving. Yeah, we have to go to the hospital. Because Drew's coming. Oh, my gosh. And that's exactly what happened. But it timed out uh, really bad because um, 
Drew wasn't born until 12.07 a.m. on December 26th. So he was almost a Christmas baby. And I guess it's probably better that he wasn't. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like he's probably happy that he wasn't born on Christmas. Like, I I don't think people, like, I, I do feel bad for people that have birthdays, like, right around major holidays, especially Christmas. But I, in Drew's case, I think it's all right. It's like we celebrate Christmas, and then the next day is all about him. Love it. And but I know that people they complain about about having birthdays around holidays. But for Drew, I think it works out. Uh, holiday holiday dirt sheet. <laughs> holiday dirt sheet. I don't think that's the. <laughs> Do we change the name on that? No, no, it's still Hollywood dirt sheet. I know a lot of stuff probably happened over the holidays. Um, have we? Do, did you do Halloween? Hall, why do I keep saying holiday dirt sheet? You almost said Halloween dirt sheet just then. Have you been doing that the last couple of days on the show? Not in the standard way that we do it, but I have been talking about some of the biggest stories. Yes. All right. So let's get us caught up on the Hollywood dirt sheet. That's next on the Q Morning Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill. Yeah, so I have zero clue what is going on in the world of entertainment right now. If I had to take a pop quiz this morning, I would fail spectacularly. Uh, but so let's dive into it right now. Morgan, it's a Hollywood dirt sheet. The Golden Wedding is tonight, and there are some interesting twists. So Gary Turner. That guy's getting married he's tonight? He's getting married tonight to his final rose pick, Teresa Nist. It will be televised live on ABC at 8 o'clock. Um, here are the interesting parts. A contestant that lost the Golden Bachelor, Susan Knowles, is officiating the wedding. She that's her job. She is a wedding officiant. She was introduced to Bachelor Nation as a wedding officiant. She said that her and Gary never really had a connection. He friend zoned her, so that's not really that weird. But the other weird thing is that Leslie, who was the runner up on Gary season and who everybody thought that Gary was going to end up with Leslie. It was like he even said he was like on his last date with Teresa and he was thinking about Leslie. So it was really a shock that he didn't choose her. They had a really bad breakup. 
Well, Leslie posted on Instagram last night that she's going to the wedding. And I don't know. I I posted something that was like, I think she's contractually obligated to go to this wedding and she liked it. So I think that she is contractually obligated to go to this wedding. I think it's obvious why she's going to the to the wedding. Other people think that it might be because she will be announced as the first Golden Bachelorette. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's why she's there. ABC is not going to ruin this amazing marketing moment that right. they have for tonight. Everyone's going to tune in for the live wedding, and so they're going to announce the Golden Bachelorette tonight. They're, that's that's their M.O., right? We'll see. We will see. Kim Kardashian's mobile game, Kim Kardashian Hollywood, is shutting down after 10 years um, on April 8th. So the game allowed players to climb the ranks of Hollywood from E-list to A-list celebrity status. It was highly successful with a large player base and generated millions in revenue through in-app purchases. Um, Kim Kardashian expressed gratitude in a statement to TMZ for the game's 10-year run and announced her intention to focus on other passions. And the final Mean Girls trailer is officially out with its premiere a little more than a week away. The final trailer for Mean Girls has been released. This time... The movie is a musical reimagined based on the 2018 Broadway musical of the same name. Do you have this audio for me, Bill? Oh, yes, I do. Go ahead. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's coming. I've been trying to get your attention. Sorry. Support each other. If you need to talk to me about anything, boy troubles, blackheads, or alcohol poisoning, I have been through it all. You could see it first when you win a sneak screening with us because Battle of the Burbs is back. See Mean Girls before anybody else will play at 750. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. All right. Sorry about that. I'm clearly rusty this morning. Uh, Morgan mentioned that she watched this movie called Saltburn. I did watch it, yes. And I have been hearing nothing except this movie Saltburn. And I don't know what this is. I did watch Disturbing Movies over the break, which I will tell you about. But I also want to talk about Saltburn. So that's next. It's the Q Morning Show. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Olivia Rodrigo, it's Q104, the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So Morgan mentioned that she watched Saltburn on New Year's Eve, and that's a movie that I've been hearing a lot about, but I haven't seen it. Like, I know nothing about it. I just know people are talking about this movie. Yes. So what is Saltburn? <laughs> Don't ask me what it's about. Should we watch it? <laughs> um, It depends. You should not watch it with children. It is absolutely not a movie to watch. So keep it out of family movie night. 1,000%. It's um, a psychological thriller. I enjoyed it because I enjoyed those types of, I enjoy those types of movies the most. Um, I will say there are, it's meant to make you uncomfortable and there are a couple scenes that will make you very uncomfortable. So it just depends on whether or not you like that kind of stuff. I do like that kind of stuff. But when I say like it's going to make you uncomfortable, think about. Like I'm going to start rolling around on the couch because I'm that moaning in pain. Like I, I was like shrugging my shoulders up, looking away, like on four different occasions, that level of uncomfort. It's not like bloody and gory or anything like that. There are just some very weird moments. Weird okay. moments. I like weird. 
In fact, the movies that I saw over the break would probably fit into that category. Uh, so I watched a movie called Midsummer. I never and, heard of that. Okay, Florence Pugh is in that. Okay. And it starts out with she received some incredibly bad news. Um, and then she's not getting along with her boyfriend. And then she tags along with him on a trip to Sweden to some festival in Sweden. Okay. And by the end of the movie, I was like, what in the world did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, that's salt burn for sure. And then I watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, oh, I hated that movie. The Tarantino movie? I hated it. I am not the biggest fan of Tarantino movies. But I will watch them because I just want to experience what what he's trying to put out there. And this one I did not mind as much. Although, the again, the end, the ending of the movie, you're just like, what in the world yeah. is, is happening right now? Not my favorite. And then, as it turns out, like all these movies that I watched are all from 2019. I'm pretty sure that's coincidence. I wasn't like intentionally looking for movies that I didn't see in 2019. Well, I mean, movies didn't come out in 2020 because of the pandemic. And then right after the pandemic, we got into a strike. So it's like there hasn't really been any good movies to come out lately. Well, then I watched uh, The Best Picture from 2019. That's a good uh, trivia question for you. What was the best picture in 2019? Parasite? It was Parasite. Nailed it. Did you like that movie? I did. I loved Parasite. Again, one of those movies where I did not see the ending coming. Like right. I, I didn't know it would take a twist like that. Right. I loved it. It was almost like a comedy the entire way. Like a, a dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it got dark at the end. <laughs> it was like, well, there's where the dark part comes in. Right. It's at the end. Um, yeah. I'm gl- I like it when we talk about movies like this because what was it right before we went on break? It was that Julia Roberts movie on Netflix. Leave the world behind. Yeah, I didn't end up watching that one after we got the bad reviews. Yeah, people called into the show and they said, you know, skip it. But then I was reading more things over the the holiday break, break and and some people were saying, yeah, you should watch it. You should spend some time. I mean, with everybody's it. opinion is going to be different, right? But I feel like Saltburn. I open my for you page. That's all anybody is talking yeah. about. It's Saltburn. It's Gypsy Rose Blanchard getting out of prison. And it's the finale of Salt Lake City. That was this week. That's my whole entire For You page right now. Oh, my gosh. I don't even... Outside of Saltburn, I haven't even heard of these other ones. <laughs> you haven't? Oh, there's oh, so much to catch. There's just so much to consume. <laughs> really? So much to catch on. Catch up on. It's Q104, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill were back together for the first time in 2024. You know, I would have come back uh, Tuesday, the day after New Year's Day, or maybe even yesterday, except my my plane got diverted to Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it did. (laughs) You didn't get on any planes this holiday season. No, I didn't do any traveling, but uh, this kid... This this has been in the news the past couple of days. This 16-year-old kid from Florida, he was traveling, when was it? Was it before Christmas or I don't, I don't even know when the fl- actual flight was. Um, but it, anyway, he was traveling over the holidays. Uh, this is back on December 22nd, so this is before Christmas. His name is Logan, 16 years old. He lives in Tampa, but he was coming up to Cleveland for Christmas. And... He got to the airport early. He was traveling by himself. So he he got dropped off at the airport and he got to his gate and multiple flights take off from from the gate. You know, it's it's 
So he, there was another flight that was taking off before his Cleveland flight. Okay. And I guess he wasn't paying attention or, you know, he's flying alone for the first time. Yeah, it's scary, especially at 16. And he somehow missed all of the announcements, but he got in line to get on a different flight. And his boarding pass wasn't scanned as he got onto the plane. And he found out during the flight that he was not flying to Cleveland at the time. He was flying to Puerto Rico. But how does his boarding pass not get scanned? I I mean, I consider myself a big traveler. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've traveled a lot and a lot by myself. And there's never been a time ever that I've been on an airplane and they didn't scan my boarding pass. This is all the fault of Frontier Airlines. 100% on them. Yeah, how do you not scan it? This is their screw-up or the the flight attendant who's supposed to... Every boarding pass should be scanned. Right. And for some reason, this flight attendant just took it for granted that this kid was supposed to be on the flight. And so he's on a flight to, to Puerto Rico instead of Cleveland. And they he figured it out on the flight somehow. And so he was able to, to flag down another flight attendant and say, hey, I'm on the wrong flight. What do I do? And, and they they fixed it. They got him on the right planes to get him to Cleveland. Yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of had to. For like, like, what else were they going to do? Leave him in Puerto Rico? <laughs> oh, you're I don't out of think luck, that kid. was an option. Sorry about that. Um, but I was thinking about this. And maybe I had the wrong initial reaction to it. And that was, is this really that bad? <laughs> is this really that scarring of an incident, like the kid was that scared. Yes, I mean he was never. <laughs> yes, he was never in danger. Yeah, or anything like. It's not like he flew to Puerto Rico and then he was alone in the city. Right. It's still just scary though because you don't know what to do. You don't know if they're going to be accommodating to you. Your parents are probably freaking out as well. Yeah, I guess so. I just that's the first thing that came to my mind is. This kid if is, your son, in however many years, was supposed to get on a flight to Cleveland, but ended up in Puerto Rico, you're telling me you'd be like, whatever. No, I guess you're right. So I did <laughs> I did talk about it with Will yesterday. He's my 12-year-old. And he's, I guess you could say he's an experienced flyer. I mean, we've been flying from Arizona to Cleveland for, you know, since he's been born. Right. And I asked him, I said, if I explained the whole story to him. And I said, if this was you, would you be scared? And he said, yeah, I'd be scared. And I'm like, really? And he, yes. said, he said, yeah. And I said, tell me why you'd be scared. And he listed off the, re- he said, well, if I got to Puerto Rico, would everyone be speaking the same language? That's the, the thing that, that, uh, that came across his mind. Yeah. Was the first thing that he thought of. And so, so he said he was scared. And the, so I changed my mind. Right. I changed my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Because my son said that he was scared. I was, that's the only thing that I was thinking of. Like, I, I'm sure this family is planning on some sort of a lawsuit now. If it happened to you, it would be different because you know how to navigate an airport. You know, you know how to fix things. But a 16 year old, I mean, if that was me and I was traveling for the first time by myself at age 16, I would be a mess. If it happened to me now, I'm not sure if I would have fixed the problem. You would have just like, stayed in Puerto Rico? What? I'm in Puerto Rico? Well, <laughs> that sucks. Sorry. See you later. Nothing I can do. Guess I should see if there's a hotel available down here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, but again, absolutely 100% the fault of Frontier Airlines. And I'm, I'm sure they won't be making that mistake again. Hopefully not. At the next, uh, the next meet, I'm sure they'll send out an email. Hey, make sure you scan those scan boarding passes. Scan the boarding pass. 
All right, so there's a wedding going on tonight. It is a it's a wedding that you can watch on TV. This is the Golden Bachelor. What's yes. his name? Gary? Gary. Jerry? Gary. Gary's getting married tonight. He is. And we found out that his, I guess you could say his ex-girlfriend will be attending the wedding. All of them. <laughs> All, of his, All of his exes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that next. And we want to know, have you ever had an ex? Did your ex attend your wedding? Or have you been the ex and you've attended uh, the wedding of an ex? We'll get into that next. It's the Q Morning Show. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. So you, if you are a fan of The Golden Bachelor on ABC, then you must be excited about tonight, right? Because this is where it all comes to an end. Golden wedding tonight. Gary is getting married to Teresa on live television. Tell us about the wedding and then tell us what's unusual about the wedding tonight. This is the first ever Golden Wedding special. It's going to be at 8 o'clock on ABC tonight. I think what's unusual about this Golden Wedding is that all of Gary's exes are going to be there. I don't know if they're all contractually obligated to go, but we do know that all of them are going. So every single woman that competed for Gary's heart is going to be there. Susan who was a fan favorite, is officiating the wedding. And Gary's ex, Leslie, who everybody thought Gary was going to pick Leslie. Even Gary said on his (laughs) final day while he was on his date with Teresa, I can't stop thinking about Leslie. And then plot twist, he ends up with Teresa. Well, Leslie got on her Instagram last night and was like, I can't wait to be in attendance tomorrow at the Golden Wedding. And everyone was like, what? She's excited about going. She said she was excited to go and celebrate Gary and Teresa, even though literally after the last episode of The Golden Bachelor, she then went on a podcast tour saying she had no respect for Gary. So I'm like, how... Do you go from having no respect for Gary to being so happy and excited to celebrate Gary and Teresa on live television tonight? How does that happen? I was going to say that it doesn't sound like she's a sore loser, but then you said he was she was blasting him on a podcast. Definitely. All right. I wonder where the exes are going to sit. Like, are they all going to sit together? Like, is ABC going to put them together? Are they they going to be front row or are they going to be like way in the back? I don't know. I feel like they will all sit together because like their common bond is that they were all on this show together. And they probably don't have plus ones. Like ABC just wants all of them together just in the X section. Right. Are you bride or are you groomed? I'm an X. So So you're going to sit in in this section. So wild. 216-474-0104. If you've ever attended the wedding of one of your exes or you got married and one of your exes was there. Now, I eloped in Vegas. Right. It was just Paula and myself. I had no exes. I had no guests at all at my (laughs) wedding. Uh, But I have been to a wedding and I'm not going to put this guy on a very good friend of mine. I'm not going to put him on blast here. But at his wedding, there were multiple exes. Multiple. Yeah. Really? I believe also one of them in the bridal party. Like one of them was a bridesmaid. Okay. Awkward. And everyone knew it. 
Like everybody that was close friends with this couple knew that they were exes invited to the wedding. In fact, the best man at this wedding during his speech made reference to it. And he even said in the speech, he's like, raise your hand if you've seen so-and-so naked. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he put that in his best man's speech. Oh, gosh. Which drew a chuckle from people that were in the know. Right. But I would think that that's an unusual thing unless you have special circumstances somehow. Like somehow you've just remained friends or maybe there's kids involved and so you have to to keep the peace and you have to keep a strong relationship going. I don't know. 216-474-0104. If you've ever attended the wedding of an ex, if an ex has been at your wedding, we're just curious the reason why. Are you like Gary tonight? Are you going to have multiple exes watching you get married? 216-474-0104. Q104, the Q. Morgan and Bill. Gary, the bachelor, getting married tonight in front of his all of his exes. Every single last one. Even Leslie, who they had a horrible breakup. I'm so shocked that she's going to this wedding tonight. I wonder if anybody is going to have the opportunity to object. If anybody would, it would probably be Leslie. Yeah, all of the exes are going to raise their hand. Uh, Darlene is in Highland Heights. Darlene, good morning. Good morning. Have you ever had, have you ever attended the wedding of an ex or had your ex attend your wedding? Uh, I had my ex and his wife attend my wedding. Oh, that's fun. Now, why did you invite (laughs) them to your wedding, Darlene? Um, Well, he's the father of my two daughters, Mm -hmm. and I'm still friends with him. And we were married for 20 years, and and my husband now um, really likes him a lot. And I like his wife. We all get along really, really well. Uh, We just went on vacation together to Nashville a couple months ago. My two daughters and um, my ex-husband and his wife and my husband and myself. That's amazing. Wow. Was it always like that, or did you guys have to work to get to this friendship? No, it was always like that. We had a friendly divorce, if you want to call it that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the healthiest divorce I've ever heard. Right. I mean, you guys are vacationing together still. Yes. Oh, yeah. And when they come to Cleveland, they live in Columbus, um, where my two daughters live. And when they come to Cleveland um, to visit friends or family, we let them stay in our house. And when we go to Columbus to see my daughters, we stay at their house. There you we go. get along really well. See, not that unusual, Morgan. So the ex was there and no drama. So there's some hope for Gary. Caitlin Let's is listening to us in Vermilion. Caitlin, good morning. Good morning. Okay, so were you in attendance at the wedding of an ex or did an ex attend your wedding? An ex attended my wedding. Now, why did you invite the ex? Um, so we dated when I was like in high school. Um, we were like 16, 17. Um, we dated for two years and I got married when I was 21. Um, so we, we've been friends like ever since we broke up. Um, we actually like go to each other's parties and we hang out with each other all the time. So it was just like a given that he was going to be there. Um, did your husband, your husband now have any issue with that at all? No, no. He's like the friendliest guy ever. He, yeah. He was just like, oh yeah, Ben's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's interesting. I cannot. I cannot. Darlene said the same thing that 
that uh, what her husband wants to be best friends with her right. ex. <laughs> you guys are more mature than I would be. That's for sure. Now, Caitlin, what were you saying that the, the maid of honor called out your ex during her maid of honor speech? Yeah, so my sister was my maid of honor, and during her speech, she was talking about how she's always kind of, like, looked out for me and my relationships, and then she started talking about how she would always give my boyfriends a hard time, and she gestured towards my ex, and then started talking about the things that she used to do to him, and, like, all of my friends and family were staring at him. Oh, gosh. Ooh, see, that's awkward to me. I don't enjoy that. He thought it was funny. It was all good. <laughs> you guys are better people than I. Yeah. <laughs> you are better people than I. More mature and healthier relationships, it seems. So I'm guessing then, Morgan, for your your informal wedding, your, your big party mm-hmm. in June, there's no exes on the guest list. <sighs> there is, and I'm there not is, happy about it. There is an ex on the guest list. <laughs> Yes. Is this breaking news? Should we tell this story? I don't know. I don't know if I want to make David mad at 7.35 a.m. Okay. <laughs> I mean, long story short, like when David and I dated the first time uh, back in, what was it, 2011? We broke up, and of course, we were both young and stupid, so he was just trying to make me jealous when he got home, started dating this girl. Long story short, that girl ended up marrying his best friend. So now the best friend is invited. The girl is invited. And back in the day, we did not get along. But we also never had like a let's smooth it over conversation either. So but it was forever ago. I'm just going to ignore it. Act like it's not happening and be (laughs) fine. Chances are you you won't even talk to them. I probably won't even talk to them. During the wedding. Yeah. And you'll get a nice gift out of them, hopefully. Maybe. We'll but see. David has an issue with it, though? No. Oh, he doesn't? No. Oh, I'm the one said, that has the issue. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you said you don't want to make David upset. Well, I mean, talking about it probably isn't the best thing either, because there's nothing he can do. It was forever ago, but, you know, it well, is that, what it is. That's one way to deal with it as well. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. That's how I deal with most of my problems Pre- in my life. <laughs> pretend it's not happening. Yeah, exactly. Hollywood Dirt Sheet on the way next. Battle of the Burbs on the way, too. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill for the first time in 2024. Thank you for being here. All things entertainment. We're diving into a Hollywood dirt sheet right here. Britney Spears is making it clear she will never return to the music industry. She went on Instagram last night to say that recent reports that she's teaming up with Charlie XCX to make some new music is not true. She said, just so we're clear, most of the news is trash. They keep saying I'm turning to random people to do a new album. I will never return to the music industry. She added, when I write, I write for fun or I write for other people. Um, she elaborated by saying, for those of you who've read my book, there's loads you don't know about me. Um, and then another little tidbit of information from the post was Brittany explaining that she's written over 20 songs for other people during the past two years as a ghostwriter. So that's where she's staying for now. I have a hard time believing that. Like, she's going to stay away from... What was the last time that she's actually done anything live? Did she do a Vegas residency, or am I just confused? She did a Vegas residency against her will. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I I think she is done. I think she's got too much PTSD revolved around everything, performing, and and all of the stuff that she went to. I don't think she'll ever come back. It just feels like... Her fans wouldn't want to say goodbye, and that they would—they would like to say goodbye. They would like to be some sort of a farewell. 
if she's really done. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. But time will tell. Uh, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny spent New Year's Eve together despite their split. So news of their breakup was revealed in December. And they hadn't been spotted together since October. Uh, but they remained close and celebrated the New Year together with Justin and Haley Bieber in Barbados. Despite the romantic appearance, the trip was just as friends with no romantic intentions, apparently. And in TV news, Amanda Seyfried, Will Ferrell, and more are set to present on the Golden Globe. So they're going to take place on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern on CBS. Um, Will Ferrell, George Lopez, Angela Bassett, Justin Hartley, and Patrick J. Adams are among the newly announced presenters. More presenters will be announced before the event. Joy Joe Coy is going to be hosting this year, and the ceremony has introduced two new awards, Best Stand-Up Comedian on Television. Television and cinematic and box office achievement. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Battle of the Burp. Battle of the Burps. <laughs> Battle of the Burps. Oh my gosh, am I rusty? On the way next. Apparently, do we change the name of the uh, Battle of the Burbs? No, we did not. No, it's Battle of the Burbs. And it's back, and we have Mean Girls movie passes, right? Yes. All right. That is next on the Q Morning Show. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. All right, let's see if I remember how to do this. Let's meet our contestants first. We're going to go to Akron to talk to Taylor, a graduate of Springfield High School. Taylor, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. And Taylor's going to be taking on Janae. Janae's in Mayfield, a graduate of Bedford High School. Janae, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, ladies. Welcome in the first Battle of the Burbs of the year. Your name is your buzzer. It's a best of five question challenge. Are you ready to play? Yes. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Katie Heron was played by what actress in the original Mean Girls? Taylor. Taylor? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan is correct. Question number two. What is the smallest prime number? Taylor. Taylor? One. It's not one. Janae, do you have a guess? <laughs> um, three. <laughs> Oh, two, two ladies okay. was the correct answer. Taylor's still ahead. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that either. <laughs> Taylor's still ahead with uh, one answer correct coming into question number three. If you're watching Bridgerton, what streaming service are you using? Taylor. I heard Janae I, by too. a hair. Me too. Netflix. Netflix is correct. We're tied one to one. Question number four. Which ocean is the largest? Taylor. Janae. Taylor. Pacific. Pacific is right. Okay, Janae, you can tie with this next question. If you both miss it or if Taylor gets it right, Taylor, you will win Battle of the Burps today. Question number five. The Cleveland Browns fan base is often referred to... Taylor. Taylor? Dog Pound. The Dog Pound is right. You did it, Taylor. Congrats. Whoa! Janae was saying congratulations. That was nice. Thank you, Janae. (laughs) That was nice. Sometimes I try to 
Put the the losing contestant on hold fast, just in case. They cuss or are very angry. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, she was being nice, Taylor. She was. (laughs) Thank you, Danae. (laughs) Congratulations, Taylor. First winner of 2024 in Battle of the Burbs. Oh, y'all making my year. Love it. Good to have you back. The Q Morning Show, Q104. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill, our first show back together in 2024. Morgan, I think I'm ready to diagnose you. With? I think because of of everything that you've said so far this morning, I think you are suffering from the January blahs. Some people call that seasonal depression. Okay. (laughs) If you want to get fancy with it, sure. Right, right, I think it's the January blahs. That's what's happening to you right now. It definitely is. And we've been leading up to this because, you know, since the time change, it's been getting darker earlier. But I think that we had, at least for Northeast Ohio, a significant amount of sunshine in November and December and warm temperatures. Which I think helps. I don't think we've had the, a, not, a lot of sun. <laughs> I feel like every time I look out my window, it's gray and well, gross. Yeah, is, lately. Yeah, which is why I feel like I've suffered a huge loss after taking down my Christmas tree. Because oh, yeah. it was the only source of light that I would get in my apartment for the past three Months and now I really do feel depressed now that my Christmas tree is down. So what can I put in place in my Christmas tree that'll have the same effect? That's not just like a lamp because I know I could just put a lamp up there, but it doesn't bring me any joy like my Christmas tree does. Yeah, I get what you're saying about the Christmas tree. I have the same thing feeling because I've had the Christmas tree up since when did I put it up? I, I guess right after Thanksgiving. And I was doing this thing where in the morning before I would leave for work, I usually make myself a little bit of breakfast before I go. And I would take it into the living room and I would sit in there and eat it in the living room and look at the tree. It was kind of like my five minute meditation yeah. in the morning. And I was just enjoying how nice my living room looked, but now it's complete. It's blah. It now. is. It's, I put a table and there's a poinsettia plant sitting there, but it's just like, I, I sat there this morning. I'm like, Oh, it's not the same. It's not the same. Can't we have like, like, monthly trees that it's not just a Christmas tree. Like in January, you could switch it up a little bit. It wouldn't be like Christmassy, but in February you could have like a Valentine's theme tree in March. You could have like St. Patrick's day theme tree. I just, I'm looking for excuses to keep my Christmas tree up year round to, to keep the joy alive in the house. My sister, Julie does this. Really? She does. Let me, I'll text her. And- yeah, I want to see pictures. I want inspiration because I don't want it to look Christmassy. Like, I don't want it to be July and to still have something that looks like a Christmas tree in my living room. But I do need the extra little help to make it feel more cozy in there. Yeah, she. I, I think the fact that Julie kept her Christmas tree up, I think, was more lazy th- than anything else. 
Um, but yeah, she would decorate it for Valentine's Day, then for St. Patrick's Day. She would put Guardian stuff up around, you know, when baseball season started and stuff like that. I think she just didn't want to take it down. Right. I think that's, that's what that was. But I, I don't know if that was, yeah, I don't think that was to, to fix the January blahs. I don't know. We can get into that. Maybe I'll, I'll give her a text. Yeah. Maybe someone can come up with a solution for us, whether it's your sister or somebody else. 216-474-0104. 216-474-0104. Something else I want to get into. My wife and I were having this disagreement over a gift that we gave somebody. Okay. And I wanted to get your opinion on this because I don't think that it's about leaving the sticker price on the gift. That's okay. what it's about. So we'll get specific about that coming up. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show, Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. You've got the Q Morning Show, our first show in 2024. It's Morgan and Bill, 216 So, Morgan, this is something that my wife and I got into an an argument about. A discussion? Right. We debate. We do a lot of debating in our house. That's what you call it, I guess, after so many years of marriage. You just debate things. Um, So we were attending. uh, It was a friend's get-together. And so what do you do when, when you're invited over to a friend's house? You bring a bottle of wine. Well, in this case, my wife instructed me to bring a bottle of champagne. Okay. And so I went to the store and I looked at uh, champagne bottles and they vary in price. You can get a bottle of champagne for like 10 bucks, 12 Mm -hmm. bucks. And then there's really nice bottles of champagne for like 50 bucks. And so I text my wife and I said, what's my price limit here for the gift? She Mm -hmm. said, get the expensive one, get the $50 one. Okay. So I, I bought the bottle of champagne. I went back to the house. And I'm trying to anticipate all the things that my wife would do once she has this bottle of champagne, right? Because she, we frequently have the discussion about how she thinks of all these things and I don't think enough about these kind of things. And so I'm like, what, what would we need? I bet she wants to put this in a, like a gift bag with the, the wrap out of it. Okay. So I went up to the closet. I got a, I found a, a gift bag for a wine, bottle of wine or a bottle of champagne. And I made that look all nice. I put the bottle of champagne in there. And we're about to go to the party once my wife got home from work. And she looks at the bag and she's like, you left the, the price sticker on there. You left the, the price of the champagne on the bottle. And I said, yeah, I know. I did that on purpose. She's like, why would you? You can't, That's tacky. You can't leave the, the sticker price on the bottle of champagne. You got to take that off. Like, why do you have to take that off? Okay. And she said, because it's tacky. Take it off. And I said, I want it on. I and want, why do you want it on? I want the guests to know that I bought the $50 bottle of champagne. And you don't think that they'd be able to tell that by the way that it tastes, that it wasn't cheap champagne? I don't think so. Like You could put you could put a $10 bottle of champagne in front of me and then a $50 bottle of champagne in front of me. I couldn't tell the difference. Then what's the point of buying the $50 one? <laughs> if they taste exactly the same, who cares if one's more expensive than the other? Because I want my guests or my friends to know that, hey, you guys are good friends. Right. I spent 50 bucks on you. I'm sorry. I'm with Paula on this one. This is not a throwaway gift for you. This is not like, oh, I just walked into the store into a gas station and bought a, fit, a $10 bottle of champagne. I think you can taste the difference. I'm, and expensive stuff and cheap stuff. 
That's just me personally. I think that they would be able to tell. So you could tell the difference between a $10 bottle of I champagne. I mean, probably not because I'm not the biggest champagne drinker, but it's like, you know, back in the college days, we used to drink the wine out of the bag. And like, you can tell the difference between bag wine and now a nice glass of Pinot Grigio. Oh my gosh. I'm writing this down. I want to do the Morgan taste test. Oh, gosh. Like, I want I want to put different kinds of champagne and wine in front of you. Sure. And I want you to tell me what's the expensive stuff and what's the cheap stuff. Okay. All right. So I'm writing. I'm going to put a pin in that. But you're you're still with Paula on this. Yeah. I think it's, I also think it's tacky. No offense. 216-474-0104. Do you ever do that? And maybe it's not even um, a bottle of champagne. Maybe it's like a gift. Like, would you keep the... The sticker price or, or maybe the tag on it. So you the person knows, like, hey, man. I spent this much money on you. Yes. <laughs> I want you to know that I did not go cheap on you. This is an expensive gift. And, yeah, I, I think I would want the person to know that in certain cases. Okay. 216-474-0104. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Tell them I'm next. Tell them you find a little something. I know. Morgan and Bill on Q104. It's the Q Morning Show. We're talking about how I had to give this gift of a bottle of champagne to a a couple friend of mine. And I had purposely left the sticker on the bottle of champagne to indicate the price of the champagne because I wanted my friends to know that I got them the good stuff. Yeah. I did not go cheap and because I think my friends would probably look at me and say, oh, Bill went cheap. (laughs) And Paula and I think you're tacky for doing so. Yeah, to my, be to be blunt about it. My wife, yeah, forced me to take the the sticker off the bottle of champagne. But also Morgan mentioned one other thing that she could tell the difference. I don't want to say taste. that I could tell because I probably couldn't because I don't I don't drink champagne that often. But I think people who do regularly definitely would be able to tell the difference. I, I'm not the expert. I can't tell the difference on on any drink that I have. Like, for instance, I ordered, I had a couple of Tom Collins over the holiday break. <laughs> yes. And I can't tell the difference of gin. They're like, the the server will ask me, they're like, is this type of gin okay? And it's like, whatever gin you put in there is fine. <laughs> I can't taste the difference between gin. Uh, Samantha, you say that you can tell the difference between a nice bottle of champagne and a cheap bottle? Absolutely. How can you tell? Just because you're so, your palate is so experienced? Well I drink champagne at least once, twice a month. Okay. Are you just celebrating things? Like, why are you, <laughs> why are you popping bottles all the time? Just celebrating life, celebrating my kids and their achievements. I love that. All right. Good for you. But you can tell the difference. Interesting. All right. Uh, Jesse's in Strongsville. Jesse, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Okay. So leaving the... The sticker, the price of the champagne bottle. Is yeah. that is that a weird thing? I mean, w- was I in the wrong for that? <laughs> yeah, um, it's definitely very tacky. <laughs> it, it is tacky. Why is it tacky? Yes. Um, I think to have the value of the gift that you're giving somebody on the table, it's, uh, I don't know, it just doesn't look very good, I guess. Especially if you're exchanging gifts. You know, like someone spends more than the other person. It just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a gift at that point. Then you're comparing, you know. Okay. All right. Let's find out what Kelly says. Kelly's in Painville. Kelly, uh, good morning. Do you agree with Jesse on this? Yep, I do. I think it's tacky. Regardless of what the gift is, it doesn't matter how much you spend on it. 
But I want to let my friend know I appreciate you. All you're you have a, to say is, guys, drink it. It's the good stuff. You're a good <laughs> friend. Well, you know, it's not, not even just the champagne. It's just you thought of them regardless because you got them a gift. It doesn't matter how much you spent. But it's not. It's they're a, a higher tier friend. You're a fifty dollar friend. It doesn't matter. I, have- I don't care if my friends spend five bucks on me. It doesn't matter. You don't leave the price tag on. See, I would want to know, are you a $50 friend or are you a $10 friend? So next time someone brings you a bottle of champagne, ask them how much it costs before you drink it, Bill. Leave it on just for me. Q104, Morgan and Bill. Speaking of wine, speaking of champagne, over the holiday break, I was in Avon and I was driving on Detroit Road and I drove by Cork and Barrel Wine Bar Mm -hmm. and Restaurant and they have a sign outside the restaurant. And it says, do we like wine? You bet your Shiraz. I don't and, get it. And I laughed and I laughed. I don't get it. Am I supposed to get it? Do we, let, do we like wine? You bet your shra- Shiraz. What's Shiraz? I think they're trying to say, you bet your... I know what they're trying to say, yeah. but what's Shiraz? Oh, Shiraz is a type of wine. Oh, see? That yeah. goes to show how much I oh. drink wine. I don't know what Shiraz is. So if you saw the sign, you would not be laughing as I hard as not. I would not. No, I was confused. <laughs> see, if we do that wine taste test tomorrow, I will not bring in Shiraz. No, we can't do it tomorrow. I'm doing dry January. Are you really? Yeah. Okay, we need to talk about that. <laughs> God, there's so many things. Like, I have two pages of things that I want to talk about on this show. Yeah. And we just keep adding to the list. I'm not actually taking anything off. Well, I'm that's just, good. I'm adding to... So Morgan is doing dry January. Yes. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time, too. A Hollywood dirt sheet on the way next. What are you working on this morning? Tonight's the golden wedding. Teresa and Gary are getting married, and all the ladies will be in attendance. Yes, all of them, including Leslie. We'll give you the details on the golden wedding next. Because they used to be young. Yeah. The golden bachelor used to be young. Truth is bulletproof. There's no fooling you. I don't dress the same. That's because I used to be young. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we are the Q Morning Show. Let's get into a Hollywood dirt sheet here with Morgan. Let's go. Tonight is the Golden Wedding, the first ever in the Bachelor franchise. The Golden Bachelor, Gary will be getting married to his final rose pick, Teresa. One of Gary's exes, Susan, will be officiating the wedding, although it's not that weird because Susan even admitted that her and Gary were always just friends, and she is a wedding officiant, so might as well. Not only that, Leslie, the runner-up, announced on Instagram yesterday that she will be in attendance. This surprised Bachelor fans because their breakup was... Pretty brutal and tumultuous, and she went on podcast saying that she didn't have any respect for Gary, so some people are wondering if this might be her golden bachelorette announcement by going to this wedding tonight, but it's on live at 8 o'clock on ABC. Britney Spears is saying she will never return to the music industry. She went on Instagram last night to shut down rumors that she's teaming up with Charlie XCX to make some new music. So she said, just so we're clear, most of the news is trash. They keep saying I'm turning to random people to do a new album. I will never return to the music industry. Uh, She then added that she does still write music, but she writes it for other people, saying that she's written over 20 songs for people during the past 
two years as a ghostwriter. So that is where she will remain if she's remaining in the music industry. And Sierra finds out that Derek Jeter is her cousin. So Sierra has discovered she's got a surprise relative. She took to Instagram and shared a clip from her upcoming episode of PBS's Finding Your Roots, where she learned that Yankee star Derek Jeter is her cousin through her or through his mother's side. So in the caption, she thanked Dr. Henry Louise Gates Jr. for the incredible experience, said it was a dream come true to learn about her family genealogy. She call up Derek yet? I don't know. We need to see a photo. We need a family dinner. I mean, honestly, this was a TV show? Yeah. That should be like a part two episode. Yeah. Is Sierra calling Derek Jeter. Right. Out of the blue. Surprise him. Hey, we're cousins. So the episode hasn't come out yet, but it is going to be an episode of PBS's Finding Your Roots. So we'll have to add that one to the calendar. Anything else you need Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Real life. Real Cleveland. Awesome way to wake up. It's the Q Morning Show. So much good music. I love it. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW traffic center. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.